Welcome to the Momming Awesomely podcast, where moms like you can be empowered to rid yourself of mom guilt and shame and learn to embrace your imperfections and let your awesomeness shine. And now, here's your host, licensed therapist, mom coach, and mom of two, Cheryl Putt. Hey everybody, it is Cheryl Putt. So glad uh, to have you here. This is episode two. And today we're talking about uh, helping kids be grateful. And um, I'm actually uh, going to be having on here a episode from a Facebook Live episode um, that I put out on my Facebook page, Momming Awesomely. Um, I did that a few weeks before, uh, about two weeks ago, and I thought it, it's still relevant because I am talking about Thanksgiving, but also about Christmas and the holiday season and helping kids be grateful. So uh, sit back and enjoy and feel free to to share it with others. Thank you so much. Hey everybody, it is Cheryl here with Momming Awesomely. I apologize for the echoing in the room that I'm in today, but hopefully you can hear me clearly. So in about a week, let's say today's Wednesday, so in about a week from tomorrow, it will be Thanksgiving. Can you guys believe it? This year has zoomed by so fast. I can't even, I can't even. It's and it's gonna be Christmas in a few weeks and I haven't gotten started. Everything has just been a whirlwind this year. Um, but anyway, um, Thanksgiving is the time when most people start thinking about gratitude. You know, in actuality, we should be thinking about this all day, every day, 24 seven, 365. But really during the, the month of November and Thanksgiving specifically is the time when people really start focusing on gratitude. And then when Christmas rolls around, that's when we really see in our kids the uh, non-gracious ways that they they do not show gratitude um, for the things that they receive, and and then of course just ongoing for the for the things that other people do for them. So I wanted to come on here and share the number one way that you can help your kids show gratitude. Um, not just right now, not just the rest of this year, but for ongoing, for ongoing. Um, oh, Maria, there's nothing, there's definitely stop my scroll because there's nothing that sets me off more than them being unappreciative. Yes, exactly. And I don't know if you've noticed, well, I don't know how many of you have teens or, or small children, but really small children, um, toddlers, you know, they typically... Um, when they're doing their gratitude, they're, they're just copying what other people are doing around them. So when mom or dad says, say thank you, they're saying thank you. And they really don't have a concept of that. And it's not till they're about four where they start to have a concept of, um, being thankful and being grateful and glad for not only objects, but other people. And then, um, teenagers, they seem to go through this phase where, it's kind of like they just don't care, everything's annoying, and so when they receive things, um, they often kind of lose that skill 
um, of, of showing gratitude. So one of the main things that us as parents can do to increase gratitude in our children um, is to model it. Quite honestly, one of the biggest skill, one of the biggest ways for us to teach that is modeling it, is by doing it ourselves and not just saying things like thank you, but being more specific. You know, thank you so much for cleaning up your room. That really helps me a lot um, when you can do that on your own or, you know, something to that effect. Showing your gratitude, showing how their action has made an impact on you. Um, showing gratitude for, for hugs and kisses, you know, especially from the teens. <laughs> but even for the little ones, you know, oh, I just love your hugs. They just warm my heart. They make me feel so good. So showing the gratitude to them will elicit more from them. Um, their own gratitude, their own sharing. And a lot of times, especially smaller kids, they do what we do right it's not about um no, it's no longer about do what we say not what we do kids actually do the same things that we're doing so um when we're modeling it for them we're showing them how um that's a good way to do it um when you're coming up on um especially christmas for example and you know that there's a possibility that your child no matter what age um is going to be getting something probably that they may not like you literally have to teach them. You have to teach them what to do, how to show gratitude, even in the face of something that they're not quite happy with. Because I know this has happened time and time again, where a child opens up a present at a birthday party or Christmas or whatever, Hanukkah, and it's like, oh, thanks, right? They don't know how to react in those situations. They don't automatically know that. And of course, we as parents get mad at them. I can't believe you said that. What, you know, so really teaching them, hey, you know what? Sometimes people don't know what would be the perfect gift for you. They think this might be the perfect gift, or maybe they're not sure what to get you. So here's how you do this graciously because it's more, and you talk to them about, it's more about that person caring enough to give something than the item itself. So, you know, putting the focus of the gratitude, not so much on the object, but also uh, more on what the act of the other person is doing. And then there's activities that you can do um, to, to foster gratitude in your household. Um, one of the ones that I, I have seen is a gratitude chain. So I don't know how many of you remember those paper chains that you usually see around Christmas or Halloween or whatever. Um, this would be something that the kids write um, daily, something that they're grateful for, and mom and dad included, or wh whatever adults are in the household, um, writing those things down and um, hang putting them together and hanging them up. Um, another thing that you could do is have you know each person in the morning pick out a name. And that person has to um, go, you know, watch that person throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, maybe like dinner time or something like that, they share um, something that they were grateful for, something that they noticed that that person did. And it doesn't have to be something that impacted them. So, for example, um, if I'm a child and I am, um, you know, hanging out, it's school's out and I'm at home and my mom 
um, I don't know, fed the baby. <laughs> and I might say, Mom, I'm so thankful that you that you fed my, my baby brother because that way he's not going to starve. So, it, I mean, that's kind of a silly thing, but, it you know, a child, children think of silly things, crazy things, outlandish things. Um, but that could be, you know, one way um, for for our to start gratitude, thinking of gratitude in our homes is to have each person in the family pick another person's name and then they have to kind of watch that person throughout the day and at the end say something they're grateful for. Um, something that I started at the beginning of this month and have kind of faltered because life, as you know, gets crazy, but that's okay because we can always jump back on, um, is asking the kids, you know, just, so what's one thing you're thankful for? And, and phrasing it too in a way that, well, at least I have, or at least I can. So even if they can't think of anything they're grateful for, which is sometimes really hard for kids. We as adults, we have seen a lot. We have experienced a lot. We Sometimes we have difficulty with what we're grateful for, but definitely um, have more insight than our children, our teens. And so framing it in terms of, well, you have to go to school, but at least, and then, you know, have them finish that sentence. So that could be something that you're grateful for. At least it's the last day, or at least today's only a half a day, right? So giving them, opening up opportunities for um, them to to share gratefulness um, by helping them find something that it's less than ideal, but at least it's not something else. Um and then definitely going around, you know, thinking about, especially little guys, thinking about who are you thankful for in the community? What what can we be thankful to firefighters for? And maybe drawing a picture and taking it to the fire station. What can we be grateful to the grocery store clerk for? Drawing a picture, writing a letter, and taking it to that person. So that, again, fosters not just being grateful for things, but grateful for objects and or things that people do. And above all else... We, as the parents, have to make sure that we are modeling every day, all day, gratitude. Even when we are not necessarily happy with something, we need to model the gratitude. So if the child has been dragging their heels all day on something that you've asked them to do, and they're finally getting around to doing it, instead of saying, see, you should have done that earlier, just say, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it when you listen to me. Don't even talk about the past because we're just focusing on the gratitude of the present. And that's it for today. Um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful afternoon and I will be talking to you soon. Wanted to invite you to join the Momming Awesomely Facebook group um, because uh, there's gonna be more interaction there and I would love to see you there. So I will be talking to you guys soon. Thanks for watching, have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Tune in real soon for episode three. Take care. podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.